Welcome to the clubhouse today. I'm Nathan Halon, and I'm joined by Sam Orndorff and Tommy Becker. Here's Sam. Nathan's going to lead us off with his obsession with F1 and his dream of becoming an F1 driver. Yes, I'm currently wearing my F1 shirt, by the way. <laughs> Coming out this morning was that Ford will be creating engines in 2026 and will be the first American manufacturer for F1 engines for a while. Cadillac is still trying to get into F1, but is currently being borrowed by basically every team. Red Bull showed off the new car today. It's looking fire, and the nose looks very aerodynamic. And Alfa Romeo um, will be coming Audi in 2026, and I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm currently just waiting for Drive to Survive to come out on Netflix. So, Nathan, I, I have a question. Like, where did your love for Formula One come from? It came during the summer when I was stuck basically just being a counselor f- over a summer camp. And my co just loved F1 and was betting on it. So I decided to watch it t- to see how his bets went, which became my love for the sport. Do you have, like, a favorite racer? Or? I do like Red Bull, which is very bandwagon. But my per- I do like Alfa Romeo, and I just like the logo. So, yeah, they, they suck as a team, though. Although, so is, like, Ford's engines, like, I know I'm a big Ford fan, and I love their cars, but are they, like, a good, I mean, they pump out a lot of horsepower. I mean, their Coyote, uh, V8 Coyote is a really amazing engine. Yeah, so their engine engines in Formula One are very different from actual engines, but given their engine technology, I assume they will be very good at making them. Because F1 engines need aren't reliable, but more as they just produce a lot of horsepower, which I'm sure that Ford will be able to do in the long run. So, Tommy, you drive a Subaru. What do you think of, like, the, the Subies? Oh, I, I, I love them. I feel, like they're, I feel like they're actually a very easy car to drive. I mean, manual transmissions are the hardest, but I love driving a manual. Do you drive a manual, Nathan? I sadly do not. It is my dream to own a manual Dodge Challenger. Oh, of course you are. Yeah. Are, you're a big Dodge fan? Or what? No, I just think that a Challenger just looks like a nice car. I think the funniest car would be a Dodge Challenger with a Cadillac end on it. Huh. <laughs> I also think it'd be the worst car in existence, but I do really want to drive a manual car. Hmm. Yeah, right now I'm driving my sister's Jeep Compass, and I hate that car with a dying passion. I'm still trying to get my uh, F-150 or F-250. I gladly drive a, to- a Toyota Highlander that produces about 200 horsepower. Oh, that's pretty nice, actually. I mean, Tommy with his Subaru. But you do you daily drive your Jeep or what? I, I mostly drive my Jeep, but I'm not, I'm not much of a fan of it. I mean, I've heard that they their steering steering axles are really hard to drive and all that. If that makes sense, like, like drives like a truck, and a lot of people say. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy to drive though. I mean, the front um, axle of a Jeep is connected to both of them, which makes it easy to climb up rocks. But yeah. not very helpful when you're trying to just drive on a straight road. Mostly, just that's just flat, which is not particularly good for daily driving. However, in the Merced Island High School parking lot, there happens to be a lot of Jeeps. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of Jeeps. Yeah. Insane amount. I mean, we probably have like a 75 like like long parking spot, and I swear to goodness... That is just straight Jeep, 75 in a row, and it's insane. Like, get a different car. Yeah, I feel, I'm kind of, like, contributing to that, so yeah, it's not that great. But You got to change it up. Like, actually get some, like, nice-looking cars that are, like, cheap. Like, I don't even know. What's a good-looking car that's, like, cheap that's, like, a, a sedan like a, or something? Like a, I think some just 350Zs in the parking lot. I know Nikki has one. It looks nice. Yeah. But I don't think many can pull it off like he does. 350Zs, how much do they run? Like, that's an insanely expensive car for a high school. It's about $7,000, which is 
which is surprisingly cheap for how fast you can make the car go. Wait, 350Z, like the Nissan, right? Yeah. That's $7,000. If you buy the correct one. I have a friend in Cali who was looking for me for them over there. But how much did it cost to, like, mod it? Because I assume it did not come like that for 7000 Probably double the cost of the yeah. car. <laughs> I mean, still, that's, like, a reasonable price compared to a Jeep. Compared to, like, yeah. a new Jeep, which, I mean, the base is probably running you 35000 I mean, compared than that, Compared yeah. to any new car, it's a much better price. And let's be honest here, none of those Jeeps, or at least 99% of those Jeeps, will never, ever touch anything but pavement. And I don't understand why you're so obsessed with the Jeep. In my opinion, Broncos, the new Bronco, looks way better than a damn Jeep. No, I I agree. I do like the Ford Broncos, but, like, my neighbor has one, and from how much he drives it, I assume he likes it very much. I mean, like, the amount of features they have on, I mean, I've driven one, um, one of my buddies has one, and it actually drives insanely nice. I like how it drives. I've driven a Jeep and a Bronco. I mean, they drive very similar, but I do like what the base Bronco has to offer comparatively to the Jeep Wrangler, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mercedes also makes the G-Wagon, but I don't think anyone wants to... I think that's to a dr- bit out of the, I don't uh, think the price range. a bit out of the price range. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to drop that much money on something that will only touch pavement and is not really a good car in general. It might... God, the G-Wagon just doesn't even look like they have any like, ground clearance at all or, like, it just does not look like an off-roading car. It looks like try to be an off-roading car... But then they failed because how like how top heavy that looks. Like yeah. I mean, it, it has like, insane headroom. And I'm like I'm six two six three, and it's insanely nice. I am six two. Tommy's giving me the weirdest look ever. He is not six two. And not, I am six that two. Is oh sorry, cap. he's probably six two. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm six, six two. Well, okay. You're not six three. You're you're five eleven, and you're I, five I, eleven. I'm I'm, si- I'm six one. Same as heightest. Say again. No. I'm not heightest. That, that is insanely bullcrap. <laughs> I don't think that's a real word. Yeah, I don't think that is. I mean, you're 5'11", 5'10". Own up to it. The G-Wagon does have a clearance (laughs) of 45 degrees, which for how top-heavy the car is, is insanely nice. Dude, I feel like I would tip tip that car going down East Mercer Way. That is an insanely tippy car looking. I mean, the Jeep's tippy, isn't it, Tommy? No, it's not that tippy. Like, in comparison to G-Wagon, I feel like it'd be a lot. I whip around East Mercer going pretty fast in my Jeep Compass, or my sister's Jeep Compass. A little too fast, sometimes. <laughs> I don't think people drive that fast on a Crestway. There's, I mean, you drive 40, you drive 40, or you're going, like, five under, and it yeah. annoys the heck out of me, especially when I'm trying to work hey, out. No, I hate when there's always that one car that's going 30. And some people just pass, like, insanely, like, insanely dangerous places, which is, like, weird. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I feel like there's been recently so many more cops on, on the island. Well, there's, um, the, the previous break-ins going on down, yeah, uh, I, South End, right? Yeah, I passed South two this End, morning. Yeah, yeah I, there's I, one I, this morning. Uh, one of our, uh, ex-classmates, his house just got broken into, sadly, and got, sounded like he got, like, ransacked. One of my friends who lives in the same neighborhood, he, they didn't, they luckily didn't get robbed, but they, yeah. they were, they were scared. I think there will be a, a change in people starting to lock their doors on Mercer Island. Yeah, I, I agree. There's been a lot of... Bro, always breaks. lock your doors. Always lock your doors. I mean, the amount of people who don't lock their doors on Mercer Island is not zero. It's stupid. No, I, it, I, I feel like I know like a good amount of people who don't lock their doors. It is. It's, like, da- it's, it's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. I mean, I'm locking my place up like Fort Knox, even if I'm there. 
I lock my doors. You won't come into my house unless you're invited. So I mean, w- when I get into my house, I double check my car's locked. I double check the house is locked. And yep, I make sure yeah. the garage door is locked. Like there's no chance someone just walks in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even people leave them unlocked during like the middle of the night. I'm like, dude, that, that's crazy. That is insane. I'm trying like if anyone's trying to get in my house, I'm gonna wake up to them breaking a window or something. And I mean, the house that one of our ex classmates. Uh, they broke all the windows. Every single window in that house, it sounded like it was broken because they were just ransacking the place. They stole a bunch of, like, jewelry, and then they also just, like, destroyed the place. Were they, were they like, in the house when it happened, or were they— I um, No, they were um, they were out for that night. They, just that they night. were going out of town, and they were going to come back that morning. And they came back, and the cameras, like, all the ring cameras and all that, uh, show them dressed up as painters, like, people that paint your house. So this it's was like, like Ocean's Eleven. So yeah. They, so they like, they like targeted that house specifically. Then I mean, they've been targeting all of, like, a bunch of houses on the south, and I mean like, uh, there's a, that fancy neighborhood, the lakes. I mean, yeah. I've heard, I think there's a someone that got broken there. Uh, I mean, all over that place, which is just very sad. It's crazy to think though. I don't know. I feel like on Mercer Island, there's just never been like that much going on or like talked about. No, like, we're very fortunate with our police force. I mean, it's, yeah, it's I, very. I mean, we interviewed one of our uh, police officers that is. Uh, works here at Mershon High School, and it's he's an amazing guy, and he really looks out around for the community, which yeah. is amazing. Uh, it's been a pretty random episode from uh, the clubhouse with Sam Orndorff, Nathan Juan, and Tommy Becker. Thank you guys for listening. Back to the music. <laughs>